This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. Welcome to another edition of Unlocking Astrology. You know, Sam and I start talking before I hit record, and I'm like, we're missing all the good stuff. I'm hitting record, brother. So Samuel Reynolds, the founder of Unlock Astrology, welcome. Thank you. Thank okay. you for having me. Good to be back. Yes, it's good to, to have you back. We were talking off mic about uh, the passing of DMX and also the the uh, Derek Chauvin trial, uh, which you, you know, you did a chart on. DMX passed um, at the time that we're taping this today, uh, officially, even though there have been so many different iterations since he had a heart attack on April 2nd, 2021. Uh, what does the chart say? Well, I haven't looked at his astrology. I mean, and I'll, I'll talk about briefly my own take related to that. Um, I was just talking about this on Twitter. I don't do astral forensics immediately after someone passes. You know, I can go into some of that, you know, just briefly. I know there's some listeners who are very much into and viewers who are very much into like, blah, 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 you know, King, you know, King, Prince Philip died, blah, blah, blah. And they start talking about the chart or, you know, whatever. My take is, you know, unless we're talking about you predicted it or I saw it, blah, 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 just shut up. Like you, you didn't, you know, what are you talking about it for now? Like you, you saw it. Now the charts clearly see here looking at Saturn positioned here that this person would be dealing with death. But shut up. You didn't do it. You didn't do that work. It didn't happen. So I'm not going to go into that. And I know that sounds very crass and maybe even somewhat brutal. Um, but but you're you know, a Scorpio. That, which I am a Scorpio. I guess that comes through. So, I mean, I'm not going to do that. I, I guess for me, you know, I do know we're going to talk about some general things. I know he's a Sag, right? You know, he's December 18th. Um, and, you know, and I think, you know, for me, it's thinking about who he has been, you know, in terms of hip hop, you know, and then I start thinking something you and I have talked about briefly, just about the black people dying. I mean, particularly, yes, as a man, I'm going to be sensitive to it as, you know, another black man dying. And, you know, initially people were talking about, you know, he died from an overdose, but I think the clearest thing we can say is that he died from a heart attack right now. We don't know his cause of death. Um, but just talking about black men and their health, considering the health crisis I just had is on my mind. And, um, so one of the things I think about related to astrology is, you know, even though I'm not a medical astrologer, that's not my expertise. There's some people who specialize in that. They can talk about what herbs to take, what particular things related to particular um, issues that you're having. But I think it's important to know those things. You know, that's why I think it's, you know, as an astrologer or as if you see a medical astrologer, and for Black people to be more conscious about themselves and their health and what they're doing um, related to that. So, you know, um, just thinking about DMX, I know he found Jesus, but did he find his health? So that's all. And, and even in, you know, because um, we were also talking a little religion as we head into the season of Ramadan at the filming of this. Um, you know, a lot of people believe that let me uh, change the view here, that, you know, because you find Allah or God or Jesus or Buddha, 
uh, Buddha, that you you now are a different human being. I mean, you know, the goal is to be better, but it doesn't mean that you aren't, you know, weak uh, or sick or, you know, because addiction is a sickness that you, you overcome all sickness. You know, I think that, that finding religion is not a cure for what ails you. It should be a centering right? or, you know, or a guide to how you should be living your life. But I don't think it's a cure if you're not doing the work to fix yourself. That's absolutely correct. I think, you know, one of the things that we talk about, we talk about in Islam is that, you know, um, you know, is that God may give you the, a camel, for instance, but tie your camel up, right? You know, take care of it. You know, and it's the same thing with your body that you have this body and all these ways by which you can enjoy the benefits of being alive, but that requires you being attentive to it. Um, so, you know, and people think like, well, you know, Jesus is going to heal me. I mean, maybe, but, you know, the other part of that is, you also healing yourself by, you know, taking care of your body, getting enough sleep, drinking water, all these other things that become important. Um, and, you know, we're losing, you know, people who've been the hallmark of our generation, you know, and a lot of them have been black men. I mean, obviously there's some black women, you know, as well, but in terms of what we're talking about with hip hop, you know, just within the last five, 10 years, you know, these people who we thought maybe we would be watching them at 70. We're not. Uh, you know, God, God rest the dead, rest in power. You know, th this is not the time to perform an autopsy on somebody's life. I think, you know, we that's true. Yeah, that's one of the things I was saying too. I'm yeah. not going to look at that astrologically and go like, well, this is what DMX, you know, was going through and this, but, you know, because, you know, one, I believe, let him get in the ground, you know, you know, it's again, it's not time to open that up. You know, yes, I mean, we can always talk about the responsibility we have, but in the interim, we have to mourn. So shall we. Um, speaking of mourning, uh, I have, I'm still emotionally watching the trial of Derek Chauvin, sh struggling with finding sense of the lack of humanity in, in the act of taking the life of George Floyd, like I just, I'm, I'm struggling with finding my center around because I know that Derek Chauvin is not an anomaly. I know he's not an anomaly. I know that, you know, uh, he's not an anomaly because the other couple of uh, cops were in, in lockstep with what he was doing. They, they participated. So this trial to me is a trial of the century. I think um, it is America on trial. I feel like her, her criminal justice system, her police system is on trial. What you, you, do you agree or not? And what does the chart say? No, well, I don't agree, but, but for a slightly different reason than I think what I'm mining is your intention. If you allow me to share, yeah. I can, I can show you the charts that I have in mind. All right. I, I have some good news for you related to that. Um, okay. But in terms of where did you, did you share? I mean, the, okay. give me the power, Karen. Yeah, Hold yeah, you got the power. You got the okay. power. You, you got the like, power. Right. You remember that? Um, let me share their, their two charts. Cause I'm going to also be looking at, we do not have a birth time for Derek, right? Can you see the two wheels that I'm yes. seeing on my screen? Okay. So the outer wheel is his, is his trial. And then his inner wheel is his chart, which I'll explain. But first let me answer why I don't completely agree with you. 
I, I don't think this is the trial per se of the century. I don't think that this is, you know, the police on trial. Um, partly because the, the deeper work that is necessary for reallocating the powers of the police will go far beyond what's happening with a trial, right? We have to start thinking about, and I've been saying this on Twitter for years, we have to fundamentally start rethinking how the police even have their power, starting at the charter level, mm-hmm. like the charter that they use. So for example, we elect sheriffs and that goes back hundreds of years, even back at something that we're inheriting or we inherited from British law, right? So we elect that, we participate in that process. We don't have anything like that for the police. A police chief can be carried off from administra- carry on from administration to administration. And this is almost universal throughout this country, at least. And so what that means is that the police have locked in a level of authority that doesn't hold them to any particular elected process or official. You know, maybe the mayor. But again, as New York clearly demonstrates, you can have, you know, discrepancy between the police and the mayor, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So, I mean, it's far deeper than that. So that's where I I disagree. But I understand what you're saying, that it's bringing to full relief. So what's the net net, though? What can we can expect? So one of the things that was illuminating for me looking at the chart, because, you, you know, I told you I hadn't looked at the chart um, when we last talked, is I do think he is going to get convicted. I think I'm, I'm pretty clear, not just from listening to the trial, but looking at his chart, that his chickens have come home to roost, mm. right? Um, and I'm talking about specifically Derek Chauvin. Um, I think there's, there's clear preponderance of evidence and will be a preponderance of evidence that will meet out his justice. And one striking feature for those of who know some astrology and those who don't that I can at least point out is that I'm looking at Derek Chauvin's uh, Saturn in Cancer, right, at 26 degrees. Now you may like, well, what does that mean, blah, blah, blah. We'll get too deep into that just to say that that's the location of it. We can look on the opposite end, Pluto, is at 26 degrees Capricorn, the exact opposite. So Pluto, we can call him the Grim Reaper. We can call him where we kind of dig in and experience depth. You know, some people have associated Saturn, this opposite planet with the idea of karma. With Pluto being mostly toward the exact same degree in opposite place for Derek Chauvin, this is a reckoning time. Mm. He is dealing with some aspect of profound reckoning. So, you know, whether that becomes life in prison or whatever, you know, 20 years, he's not, I don't believe he's getting off. This is kind of like, yeah, the buck stops here. I think you've even talked about it. Like, yeah, dude, you're going to be a sacrificial lamb. And I think there's some measure of truth to that, that I'm seeing that really testifies that like, you know, we're gonna make an example of you. And I think my concern is, I think that's gonna be important. We might see that, you know, in terms of we being the community as a win. And I'm also gonna say on some level it is, but I hope that incentivizes us to to stay more on top of the police and not go for short-term fixes. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, they need more training, you know, like, I was thinking about that. 
when you have a wild animal, and I am saying this, I, you know, I may offend some of your viewers who are in law enforcement, but y'all wild. Pause for a second. Because I, I've, when people get offended, it's because it usually, what do they say, a hit dog yells or hit Yeah, dog that's true. Yells. But, you know, I'm recognizing. You know, like, like I always say, if somebody walks in the room and yells out, bitch, I'm not turning around because you're definitely not talking, talking to me. Talking to me, so. right. Right. Well, I recognize people's feelings. But oh, so yeah. I'm going to say, you know, this directly, you know, the police, law enforcement, they're wilding for all the reasons I talked about last time. So you can't fix a wild thing by keeping them in a wild place. You're going to have to bring them in, corral them, domesticate them in some way that makes sense. That's not gonna happen with cameras, which I predicted even eight years ago with body cams. I was like, that's not gonna change them or change the police. It's not gonna happen with coming up with civilian police boards. It's not gonna happen with um, you know, diversity training and giving more training for, it's literally gonna be like, who do these people answer to, including starting from the head, right? And how do we kind of think about policing that ties into the sense of community and respecting community, right? If those things don't happen, there won't be any change to the police and the police will know that they don't have any reason to change. Why would they? Mm. They understand their dimension of power. So anyway, um, what I see in terms of, you know, particular things that are happening with this chart, again, just to reiterate, we do not have a birth time for Derek Chauvin. One of the things that struck me um, is that it, it, you were talking a little bit at the, the start of it, um, when we were talking and prepping to, to come on, um, about, about him, you know, like a little bit, you know, and I, I think I thought about that, like, what is up with this dude? Right. You know, and that even his wife was kind of like, yeah, I, I'm done. <laughs> he's mad. He's bad. He's a bad man. Right. You know, whatever. Um, he has a son, Mars Square. Let me explain that a little bit. So his son is he's uh, he's born on the very last day of Pisces, almost, in, you know, not the cusp, but he's almost into Aries. Right. His Mars had just gone into cancer a few days before or day before. Now, what does that mean practically? It means when you have sun, and we talked about square, um, that's an aspect when the planets have a particular relationship to each other. So they have a dynamic tension that really highlights really um, strong feelings, emotions, and a need for action. Derek, I believe from his chart, has a strong need to prove himself, to prove his mettle in almost a militaristic way. Like, I don't remember, I haven't looked so much into his life. I don't know if he's done some, you know, service, if he was in the military, but- The police for 19 years or something, 19 right. years. So I mean, shoot. He, he, you know, and the police are effectively a military. They also call people from the military. That's mm -hmm. one of the reasons why they have made some dramatic changes from like, you know, the first part of the last century to you look at them now, right? Um, so when you have that sun Mars and he's a moon in Scorpio, this is a man who has a desperate need to prove himself in any particular situation. So what that means practically is that he often is gonna to go toward a certain extreme. Um, so this is, you know, if I were his astrologer, not now, I mean, before he had been killing people and, and maiming and hurting people, 
I might've talked about his anger issues. And one of the things that he would need to work on and really address, and then his need to prove himself in a particular way to kind of demonstrate like, you know, I, I can be worthy. I mean, that's also tying in with his moon and Scorpio, you know, looking for worthiness. So this is kind of the moment of reckoning for him dealing with that. Um, I, I, you know, obviously his defense attorney was trying to get him off on some level. I think he, you know, he also wants to get off, but I think this is a moment where, you know, he has to deal with facing the music. The sun and Venus were conjoined together the day the trial started directly opposite to his Pluto. Again, Pluto's in the mix. I've talked to uh, your audience before about the nature of Pluto as America's going toward its Pluto return. Pluto is a planet that's kind of like the buck stops here. I want the truth. You know, it's like, it's, you know, I have to remember and look at your chart at some point, um, Karen, where I think you've got strong Pluto in your chart. Like, let's dig in. Let's go for the real meat. You're muted. Yeah, you never read my chart. I, I looked at your chart. You, look, you, oh, you looked at it and then you lost it. That's right, because you were in the studio and I gave you my information. And then. I didn't remember it. And you so lost it and now you can't find it. And good for oh, you. Well. You go, you glow. So, so wait, I have I have Pluto. You I would suspect, I suspect, no, I suspect. I'm saying I suspect you have strong Pluto, where Pluto is active in your chart, because that's what Pluto's about. So again, we're dealing with this this similar kind of issue of kind of getting beneath the surface, not just in terms of what he's facing in terms of the trial, but also in terms of, I hope this is a, a point of reckoning for him within himself, introspection. Now, again, I don't, emotionally, you know, I don't care, really. <laughs> you know, like, you could do I was, whatever. I was going to say, does it matter at this right. point? I like, don't care. Whether he reckons with himself? like. Well, I'm thinking, you know, from a humane or point of view in terms of recognizing his humanity, but for me, I don't care. Okay. Like, he could come to me and say, like, well, Sam, no, I see better, like, that's great. That won't bring George back. But yeah, whatever. Right. Okay. So the trial outcome you believe is going to be, I, I believe that he was going to be found guilty as well. Mm -hmm. But yeah. now the charts speak to this. Yeah, uh, that's my reading I, of it. Right. Mm -hmm. Nothing on the other officers, because when you do a chart like this, because I'm, I'm looking at a bunch of uh, symbols, symbols, some right, I right. recognize, some I don't. So when you look, you know, you show me Pluto, something looks like uh, Virgo. Mm -hmm. uh, I see a, some Virgo. I see uh, that looks like a Taurus or something. I don't see any Virgo. You may uh, be looking at these. The M's, the three M's. Oh, those are Scorpios. Okay. That's a Scorpio. That mm -hmm. confused. Because Virgo's over here. Okay. Scorpio and Virgo, the M. They, they look very similar. Yeah, the glyphs do. So there's one that's, you know, and they're more recent in astrological history, but the tale that, that goes in um, supposedly related to Mary, you know, and the Virgin, right? And then okay. the tale that goes out is more related to the scorpion sting. Okay. And the horseshoe uh, looking thing. Oh, these are the nodes. So these okay. are called the lunar nodes. And so it is powerful that, we have the south node over his Neptune. Again, that's kind of the bubble bursting and maybe uh -huh. him kind of, you know, like I said, the bubble bursting, not just on his malfeasance for years mm -hmm. and in this particular case, but perhaps even for him. And the male and female symbols that are- Well, that's Mars and Venus. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, so this is Mars, 
in his natal chart. This is Venus. So he's a very weak Mars, but he has a strong Venus. And you might say, well, what, that, what might that mean? Well, you know, when you have a strong Venus the way he may have it, it can come with a certain sense of entitlement where he feels, and this, this, this can happen, especially with the lifestyle, of, you know, of some cops, where the lifestyle or the, the means, especially being in the, on the force for 19 or 20 years, um, supports a lifestyle that can be somewhat lavish mm. or, you know, where you can have the nice things. Like he, I would say he probably enjoys having nice things, wants nice um, things in life. Do you have that house in Florida and a boat? And this other okay, stuff? these are things I didn't know, but I would oh. imagine that this okay. is someone that he would want nice things in life and that, you know, he sees a way of having these nice things. Now, the 69, does that mean that he's um, performing cunnilingus on himself? Oh, wow. No, okay. it, it, this is just cancer. Know. It's just cancer. Oh, okay. It's, I didn't know. Sorry, mm -hmm. cancers. Yep, um, I know. I mean, cancers get it for 69. They get it for the disease. You um, know, I have to be careful when I, I, I mention cancer talking about a chart because some people are like, I got cancer. And I'm like, no, it's just a sign. Okay. And finally, the, um, the um, I can't even, I don't even know how to describe it. I see, I think this is the uh, Taurus right near Neptune in the zero, zero degree and number one. And the number one, I think that at the end, that Taurus, Taurus within the one. You mean here? Quadrant? Yeah. Is that a This Taurus? is all Pisces. No, and move over, move over one. Move, no, okay. to the one and one. Just take the one all the way down. Take it all the way down to the end. What are the the the, the middle quadrant and the and the outer quadrant, right? Uh quadrant, not the, the circle. The outer circle, what is that symbol above Neptune? Above Neptune, right here. This is Mercury. Yeah. That's Mercury. Okay. Now that's fascinating because what you are recognizing is that if we, you know, you see the symbol for the horns and you see the, the circle, but then you have to count in like what's called the body. Now in esoteric astrology, there's a whole breakdown of what each of these glyphs mean related to spirit. So, um, so what is said is that we have the horns, as almost like an antennae or the crescent um, where you can intuitively perceive things to the wholeness of spirit, which is that glyph of the circle into the body of matter, which is the cross. So those three things. So that's interesting that this is actually Taurus over here, uh -huh. but it looks like that, um, that circle with the horn. So, you know, maybe that's an interesting tie, you know, but even, but you know, Taurus is an earth sign. And of all of the 12 little um, pies. Mm -hmm. Houses. Houses. As you mentioned early on, we all have all of the zodiac. Yeah. Our, so this is a manifestation of that where I see just about every single sign in yeah. all of the 12. Um, what'd you call them? Um, signs and houses. So these, houses. these are, houses. yeah, these particular divisions are houses, but related to the signs. So this is a good example so, you know, this could be any, you know, this is Derek Chauvin's imaginary chart. Again, we don't have his time of birth. So I just gave him, you know, 6 a.m. as a hypothetical time. But, you know, what you might notice is that, you know, he doesn't have some signs, like he doesn't have anything in Gemini, nothing in Leo or Virgo, but he has some, something in Libra. He's a good amount of Scorpio, some Sagittarius, nothing in Capricorn or Aquarius. 
loads of Pisces. So it means that there's emphasis in certain signs, lack of emphasis in others, but still because those planets rule those particular parts of the chart, they're still instrumental, but they may be a little more subtle or not necessarily as prominent in the life in a certain way. Um, that's why his Mars standing out, like if we find out he's born, you know, um, a few hours later or an hour later, like he's born at 7.30 or eight o'clock, that Mars might likely be here in the fourth house. And that might punch up even what I see his, his natural aggressive tendencies. Mm -hmm. He's an aggressive person. Now, how his aggression has manifested, we can see and we now know, but it could be, let's say he was a coworker and you somehow had this chart and you had gotten permission to share this chart with me. That's important because sometimes people will be sneaking things like I found out his birth time and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, you know, that's a question of ethics. But let's say I had gotten that information and you're like, and you worked in an office, a paper factory. It was more like the office, like literally. You know, he's not going to, this is someone who might manifest even passive aggressive tendencies, but still aggressive. There's some way you're like, I feel like, you know, Derek is undermining me, but, I, you know, then he says I'm not and blah, blah, blah. Is it possible? Well, this is someone who may have a lot of anger, sometimes prone to envy, you know, especially with some particular things. So now you might say like, well, does that fix that person into that reality for the rest of their lives? No, the key change agent related to all dimensions of a chart, besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is also your consciousness. That the more that you are attentive to yourself and working on yourself, the more that you can change, right? But when you are not, you are just going to fulfill more of these dimensions of yourself that you can't even see. Mm. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for this. Uh, mm -hmm. And, and, you know, happiness or sadness regarding this, this trial, you know, it, it's, it's just, you know, before, before I came here, I was watching uh, this HBO documentary by Raul Peck uh, about the emergence of white supremacy. And it was so amazing and spot on and disconcerting that, you know, um, that there is an energy that has to not just dominate, but destroy everything in its path. For at what end? You know, and I look at the planet, you know, you 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 took over the land, divvied it up, destroyed, killed everybody, and the planet, you, you didn't respect it because the people that you killed from the continent to this continent, the, the Americas, understood the, the balance of nature and how mm -hmm. to nurture and plant and move around and, you know, not draw boundaries and not, you know, put people in these tight spaces, but use all of what God has given us. I don't know how we overcome that. You know, it's an energy that's prevalent. It's like locusts. It's like, it's like termites. And uh, that energy is very prevalent. I feel it right now. It's like palpable. And, uh, you know, I... I mean, La Luta Continua, I mean, I mean, we have to keep the fight up. You know, you and I talked a little bit about some particular things like, you know, I, I want to look at this, um, this documentary that you talked about. Um, 
I told you I don't use the term white supremacy or I try not to, even though yeah, I, and I'm I used it because that was what I know, you know, yeah. and I mean I mean, but it's gonna be important to kind of start situating white supremacy as an imperialism that has fit in history and not make them exceptional. Um the more that we can consciously weaken how they've constructed this model of what they call their reality, um, from even you know the language they use, the West, you mm -hmm. know, or even Europe, you know, because mm -hmm. um, many people may not know that the term Europe is you know an appropriation of a Greek myth in which Zeus, as a white bull, um, captures an African princess and takes her into the land of the West, right? Wow. And the land of the West, the land of the West. So, and the princess's name, just to be clear, is Europa, right? You know, so. Um, so and then the, Europe is a conquered African. Correct. And um, and then the idea of the West is making the argument, you know, because that's the land of the setting sun, that Europe is the maturation of humankind, right? Which it isn't right and then that the east was given as like well you're like kind of more you know the babies you know you're the incipients of humankind and here we are as the you know the maturation of it and not giving them that um i think one of the crises i have a friend who's in the classics um when i say the classics i mean in terms of classical literature and you know study rome and greek we have to kind of divorce rome and greece from european history right it's like they didn't, they didn't feel an affinity to you, right? They weren't one of you. You weren't one of them. You know, you just appropriated a culture that wasn't your own, right? As to kind of give yourself a sense of roots. And that's kind of what Europe in its kind of, or Europeans, I should say, in their, you know, push toward dominance have been looking for. And also, you know, things to remind them, like, you know, there, there were parts of Europe that had that sense of rootedness to the earth and people who were conquered, like the Irish had it, <laughs> right? Different parts of Europe, right? That had the sense of connection to their ancestors and respecting their ancestors. Um, I mean, when I say this work reminding, I don't think that should be our primary focus at all. Our primary focus should be us, right? right? But I think you know, when we encounter and engage, it's like, yeah, no, that's not true for you. Right. right? That's not well, that's even what I'm mean. saying. Yeah, I can do all of the work uh, imaginable on be, being a better human being. And, right. But it doesn't change outside unless everyone is committed to that same goal. So. And we can't be impressed with minor changes. Yeah. You know, like I said, with, with the police, like, oh, you know, so-and-so got a settlement. I don't care. That's good for them. Right. right? But I'm, I want, you know, complete justice and I don't want this to happen anymore, right? You know, there are Black men and women who have been dealing with the police like myself for generations. So it, it needs to end. Now. Now. All right, so Chauvin will be the sacrificial lamb. He will yeah. Mm -hmm. Reynolds and be convicted, and now the 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 battle continues. Or the La luta continua. Fight. Yes, say it again. La luta continua. La luta continuum. Mm -hmm. right. Continua. Mm -hmm. Continua, because mm -hmm. it's a woman. Okay. I don't know about that. I think. Feminine. Continua. Right. 
continue. Well, it's, I think not, it's because of law. I mean, from the Latin. Well, uh, law, Latin, yeah. law is feminine. Yeah. Right. You're right. You're right. That's all correct. Right. Okay. I appreciate you. And I took four years of Latin and I should know all of that. Deplorable unit. Salve Magistra. All right. On that all note, right. appreciate you, Sam. See you. Thank next you. Time. Good to see you. You too. Unlockastrology.com. Follow him. All right. Thank you. <laughs>